And welcome to what we will call our second inaugural Guitar Tales with Dave Cohen. Nearly four years ago, we started this show, and I flubbed the word inaugural, and I got it right this time, which I'm very proud of. Um, we are now broadcasting from the Noise Network Studios, uh, which is a moniker that Scott and I came up with, I would guesstimate, in around 1979 or 1980 in one of our old bands. And we've really revamped the show. We're very excited about it. Uh, this is our inaugural show from the Noise Network Studios. Uh, we're very happy about that and grateful for it. Uh, the other thing I'd like to do is, is give a really sincere shout out to Scott Guitarmasist Engel. If you follow us on any form of social media, Scott has been so hard at work and I want to thank him. I really do from the bottom of my heart. What we've been doing and really what Scott has been doing, he's been mining through about 60 hours of guitar tales and finding some really special moments we've had and, and putting them out in little clips on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook, on the Reels function and all sorts of platforms like that and, and we really do have nearly four years of beautiful memories of great musicians and other artists we've interviewed over the years so that, that's a great part of the show now and we'll be doing much more of that as we move forward we're also very excited that we've uh, created uh, the noise network studio uh, we have a different platform right now we hope and think we'll have much better technology that we've had to give you the same content we always have given you we hope I'll look a little less bad than I usually do and hopefully sound a little better. So we want to thank all of you for that. And for this uh, special edition of Guitar Tales, uh, we really want to thank Jake C. Miller um, of Unchained, um, completely Unchained, literally the number one best Van Halen tribute band in the United States. And Jake, I, I truly want to thank you for coming with us tonight. I, I had such a great time on my YouTube dive watching all of your stuff and the great work you do. So thank you so much for coming on the show with us. Really appreciate it. You know, it, it's really amazing um, what you folks have created and, and the timing of it is, is in a very sad way, very prescient, you know. Um, we've always all loved Van Halen. I, I, I dug through my albums and I Put back there one of my uh, albums. I think that one is, which one do I have back there? I have 5150 back there, which is the uh, Van Hagar version. Um, and somewhere I have a number of other Van Halen albums. But when Eddie passed, um, it, we, we added to our love of the band a level of nostalgia and even a deeper level of appreciation than I think we had ever had for Eddie and the rest of the band. And you have, in my view the most important and critical job because we all love Eddie so much and you've got that gorgeous guitar there and I've watched what you do and, and you play his work beautifully. Much, um, you know, uh, yeah, losing Ed, um, really a lot for, um, not just myself, but for all of us that are fans and, uh, I think he did for, for guitar. Um, but, you know, now that there, uh, you know, so many people still want to enjoy that music in that time and remember those times we've seen uh, some much larger crowds over the last two years. Uh, you know, I'm honored to to be a part of it, and um, I really give it my all my, my, to give everyone a, a great time and a great experience. Um, we, we we take our sounds and our professionalism and the way we 
uh, present ourselves in memory of Eddie Van Halen. That's really beautiful. Um, I, I know that, you know, you grew up, um, I think, in the Long Island area. That's or correct. Or New York, anyway. What's that? What did you say? Oh, you grew up um, in New York in the Long Island area? I grew up in Long Island, Dix Hills, New York, yep. And, and even though they were big everywhere, you know, I, I saw that you had done work on a, on a tribute album with a bunch of bands, and I was reading just the strength of your musical community out there. Um, I know that you really personally were impacted by Eddie while he was alive, right? Oh, absolutely. Van Halen changed my, my life. Eddie Van Halen's music captured me like his guitar is the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. Oh, that, that's really something. You know, um, do you remember how old you were and what the setting was when you heard your first ever uh, Van Halen guitar playing? I do. Uh, I remember it exactly. 14 or 15. Um, and I was at a friend's block, and his brother was, was uh, noodling on his guitar. From what I can remember, I had been on his guitar and a little GK, one of those GK amp, cool, like, chorusy sound. And I remember walking by the room, and he was learning an eruption, but I hadn't known what it, what it was until this very moment and I, and I heard him playing and I can remember saying you know what do you what do you and he goes I'm learning this new track by this guy Eddie Van Halen and that was pretty much it that that's really truly something um it, it's an amazing thing and you know I I, I, I've seen so many clips of Eddie playing it. We, we've spent a lot of time uh, talking about eruption on this show, and, and it's interesting because you are the exception uh, to the to the near rule that uh, we talked about, which is that for most bands, uh, eruption is something that won't necessarily work for a band that's just playing a lot of oldies and they just want to get people out on the dance floor um, to just dance and play around a bit, but. What, what, what we've heard universally uh, from the folks on the show is that when you play that, it's only the diehard Van Halen fans who want to hear it, and that's exactly who you are. Uh, I, I think that Scott has available um, a clip of you doing Eruption, and, and we can certainly put that on the screen right now. It would be really nice to watch. If, Scott, if you have that, that would be fantastic.
All right. I have chills right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> like, awesome. as far as I'm concerned, I just was watching Eddie. That, that, uh, I mean, yeah. it's interesting. Thanks. I've watched it before tonight. I'm uh, just in getting ready for our show, but to watch it with you here, it gave me chills. That's wonderful. You know, it gave me chills. <laughs> that was. Really I, cool. I could see that. And, you know, I can remember those moments um, when they're so. Sometimes I feel like it's just, just happening all by itself, man. And um, those when it's just, you know, automatically doing it. it I can't explain it, but it's been helping me along the way, and it's it's really awesome. You know what I'm picking up on right now that I'm really appreciating uh, that that I wouldn't have necessarily expected. Sort of the softness of your emotional connection to Eddie, because you know the persona, the Eddie persona, you you have it down, and and there is something to that that's sort of brash, you know, just sort of having fun and all the things that we all love about Eddie and the rest of the band, in either the Van Halen or the Van Hagar era. But to hear you talk, there is such authenticity and emotion that I'm hearing behind your connection to the, that, that guy we all love. I mean, and, we, and I hate to say it, but we all appreciated him more when he passed because we realized what we lost as soon as he passed, although we all loved him before then anyway. Uh, so he really made an impact on you when you were just a teenager. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I looked up to him a lot. Uh, just you know, you know that something about that smile, and uh, you know, just I wanted to grow up and be like Eddie Van Halen. That was just the way it was. Um, it, it happened kind of accidentally that I'm doing this. Um, and a lot of it is pretty natural. I mean, you know, I I, I add a lot of my own taste to our our shows um, because I'm not any Van Halen. You know, I'm in that you're seeing Van Halen concert. Um, that's why uh, it is, um, I guess you could say, almost acting uh, the part because that's what people want to see and. I'm not like that all the time. Right now, you know, three-day run, five days on the road, a lot of driving, a lot of miles. You know, it takes a little token. My voice is a little hoarse while I'm singing. Um, and I use these days to rest. Yeah, the connection is definitely uh, uh, been there for uh, most of us. But, you know... You know, I, I'm never one to take credit uh, for things that I don't say. So I'm going to give uh, Scott credit for this. And, and he, he's so dead on. So as I look at my screen here, Scott's able to feed me little comments. And, and he wrote the words, pure joy. And, and you know, that's what I saw. There, there was a moment in, in that little clip we watched. Um, and, and I think Scott nailed it. There, there was joy. And, and the other thing that I would add to Scott's comment is that I think your love of Eddie was inhabiting you when you played. I'm sure every time you play, I mean that like those expressions on your face, I think what you are emoting are, are those feelings you accurately perceived that Eddie would feel when he played like the, the, those faces I see in you. I'm watching Eddie, like Scott showing us some stills right now and, and, and the rest of you guys too, that, you know, one of the things I saw 
that I really appreciate on, on your website, and I think if I remember correctly, it's all caps, um, is the word fun, right? Be because, you know, when we all look back, and it's a long time ago now. I mean, I, I forgot they started in the 70s. Yeah. You know, that, that's, that's, you know that, that's a very long time ago. So there's a lot of nostalgia here. But when we of various certain ages um, look back on how we feel about Van Halen, that, that free-spirited fun, that, that healthy irreverence that they all had. I mean, Eddie, forgetting what he did in his personal life, just on the stage, it was that sort of that um, trickster, naughty, uh, devilish smile that we all loved so much. Um, it, it's, it's really something. Yeah, it's a, it's a, you know, we do a lot of outside amphitheaters and family-oriented shows with kids and people of all ages, all the way up until the 60s, 70s, and even 80s. Uh, we want to come and have fun. That's what it's all about. You're coming to a backyard barbecue party, and you're going to hang out with Dave. going to portray Dave real well, and, um, you know, we're going to make it feel like a concert, and that's why we're here and um you know there's so many people out there that appreciate it like before the, the crowds have been growing and um you know the, the venues are getting bigger and bigger and the planes are getting bigger and you know there's more guitars and amps and everything it's just getting bigger and bigger and it's and i've been doing this for 16 years uh playing in a van Halen tribute band so you know it's been a it's been a long 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 run and um I'm glad to be here to be able to do it, and uh, I meet so many cool people along the way because we travel all over the country. Uh, you know, it, it's one of the things that that we love on our show is chatting with the folks who bring joy to others. To, to use that term again, um, you know, um, a lot of the folks are in cover bands. We, you're not our first uh, tribute band. We had a, a Beatles tribute band on the show in season one. And we spent a lot of time talking about uh, this. Uh, but, but one of my, my favorite things is, is the love that the musicians have in, in sort of pushing out the love, pushing out the nostalgia to the room. And, and, and then the people who have good, medium, or bad lives outside of whatever the venue is for that two hours or so, hour and a half, 90 minutes, show, whatever it is, you're bringing them to a certain place. And I think there's something extra special about a tribute band because you're making it more than just the great songs. Uh, you're also making it the actual band. I mean, it, it's uncanny. Your facial expressions, it's its shocking to me. It, it, it's almost like, you know, you see these videos where they have the, um, where they interpose a different actor's face onto someone else and it, and it gets a little altering. You're yeah. not doing that, but your face, you, you have Eddie's, vibe in your face when you're playing right it's funny you should put it like that because when i first from my friend pete he actually did that he put my face on a, a picture of eddie and he, look if we could just get you in this costume and that wig you're gonna look just like eddie i'm telling tribute band and that's where it started right with that very thought and i saw it and i said and i think Think about that time. Tribute bands were really just starting to get going. They were been around a little bit, but um, uh, in my area. But uh, uh, 
Um, uh, that's how it started with the picture over Ed's picture. Uh, you know, took off from there. It's interesting. Like I was watching, you know, because I watched a lot of your videos to get ready for today, and it was almost disorienting. Uh, and, and the clip we just watched. I mean, I got chills because I was, I was, I mean, I was watching you, obviously, uh, we all were, but we were literally watching Eddie and, and, and I heard it in the crowd, you know, you, you were helping them yeah. relive that special moment. And, yeah, and- I remember, like I said, I remember that, that, that night clear as a bell and, um, like, uh, I, I felt it in the air. I felt it in the, in the vibe in the audience. It was just a special night, um. And, you know, to, to get those poses took many, many years of watching video, rewinding on the VCR tapes. I mean, I was doing it back, learning how to jump like him, dress like him, act like him, you know, uh, sounding his tones. I've got people that work closely with Ed that are helping me get to that level. I can sound just like them, and they're very much behind me. Um, and throughout the show, I'd like to make mentioned some of them. one of them being Jim Dunlop products and all the uh, MXR pedals, especially because uh, his tone is just not there. So thank you very much, everyone at Jim Dunlop and uh, my good buddy. Bob. That, that's something, you know, um, it, I, I love when I don't expect certain things and, and I didn't expect such a level of sort of soft humility because that we've never met before, you know, and, and those are wonderful comments. Uh, and, and before we leave uh, the, the topic of, of the song Eruption, that, that that's a topic that is near and dear to our hearts on this show. We've spent so much time talking about it. And I, I said earlier, you're you're kind of the exception to the rule. And Scott, if you have the clip handy, I'll, I'll show you. This is, I think, from 2019. Uh, we were talking about eruption. Scott, if you could put that up, if you have it handy, that would be, I think, really interesting. I yeah. always tell yeah. people, like, the, the big gig killer is playing eruption. Right, right. Like Van Halen at a gig. It's the bath, I call it the bathroom song. Oh, that makes sense. Nobody, right. nobody, look, it's great you're, uh, you can handle the, the song and play the song, but it, people just, they don't, they're not impressed anymore. Eddie does it better anyway. Right, right. So, you know, why, why bother putting that out there? It just, it just drag. I feel it like drags the whole energy out of the room. It really well, does. Well, you know, it- and you are literally the exception to that. I, I think, and I want to hear what yeah, you have to say. I, yeah. Oh, I you go first. You go first. Comment on that, <laughs> because the there was about a thousand cell phones videotaping it. So I don't know. You're at a Van Halen concert. Of course, it's gonna you're gonna play Eruption. It's part of the show. And, and and I think when you do it, you know, I I think when when it's a, a band that's playing, you know, Neil Diamond, and then they're going to play Ario Speedwagon. I'm pulling these out of my butt. Journey, um, maybe a, a little Aerosmith. Then they're going to play some country line dance song, and those and that's wonderful, right? And that's a certain vibe. It, it might not be the right forum for eruption because correct. I get that. But when you do it, holy crap. I mean, it's it's so different. You know, at the concert, it's expected. People want to hear it. Everyone's waiting for great songs throughout the night that people just expect to hear. And Eruption is definitely, definitely one of them. Right. That you, it's funny. 
for your show, you literally have to play Eruption. You, you'll get yelled at if you don't play it, right? Yeah, I suppose. Um, I don't know if you know. A lot of people want to hear it, and uh, it's a good yeah. time to have a little fun and um, and um, recreate that sound, you know, uh, because there's something so cool in that song that, that the phaser and the delay and the sound just takes you to another, you know, Know, even people yeah. that don't know, that know eruption still appreciate it oh yeah listen to it i have he's the first time they ever saw us i don't even know who van halen is and that song you played with the guitar that was great so it touches just it touches everyone that's just van halen lovers you know i i, I remember to the you know clear as a bell 1978 i saw yes in the round in madison square garden i was 14 years old and I didn't know the clap then. Um, and Steve Howe did the clap, probably a 12-minute song. And just like Eruption, not knowing the song, knowing the band, but not knowing the song, as a 14-year-old kid, I fell in love with the song. And, and, you know, sort of mood for a day in the clap or his versions of Eruption, I suppose. Um, but, but I could see that it, it, because it's a beautifully... Uh, composed and played song when it's played properly, and and I suppose when you play, I think it's a concert as opposed to a, you know setting people up for dancing. Uh, right. But it, it's special, and I'm so glad we were able to play that clip because it really punctuates, I think, the love that you're putting into your performance of it, which I appreciate. Much, yeah. Um, you know, there's so many of those nights where eruption is the highlight of the. I have a lot of it on tape, and I, I, I can almost remember, you know, if I watched it, I could hearing, uh, you know, what state, what, what venue, um, because those those nights, like I said, that Gishel, and um, I always say that if I can go out and um, person attention, one person to say, wow, man, you really made my day, I really, I really or, uh, you know, I'm having a tough time, and, you know, you got just brought me back to a great if it just took if i just heard that from one person the night i felt like i do my job but that's why we're out there man we're, we're, we're all about having fun and uh, bringing the experience out see it or never have or um still want to you know i i i know i keep harping on this but i so appreciate it i think when someone thinks of Van Halen, think of like the David Lee Roth era. You could you could bring it to the Sammy era too. There's a sort of level of we're a bunch of cocky partiers, right? And and what I I love the juxtaposition of having this conversation in this moment with a really nice guy who is bringing that persona cuz you, you look like that cocky guy on stage, right? But the guy behind it, the guy who's working so hard to perform it as a as a person and to perform it as a guitar player properly, you're applying love and discipline and thoughtfulness to create that wonderfully lovable cocky persona. And and I love the juxtaposition of the two. I think it's really nice. There's one word you left out. Um, oh. I'm very passionate about what I do. Passionate? Did you say? Um, what? what what was the word? Passionate. That's what I thought I heard. Yep. 
passionate. Yeah, you have. A, oh, go on. About playing in um, the sound of our band, especially the sound of the guitar. Set. I'm, I'm always chasing it to make it sound better and better and better. Just when I think I have it right, it just be dialed in hair tighter to make it sound even better. Um, and I get to have with it. Um, working with different companies uh, that know, work with Ed, um, that, that, that can guide me in the right way to, you know, to get that sound, that guitar sound. It's not Van Halen. You know, um, and a lot of people come to hear it sound just like that. And uh, I don't think I leave anyone disappointed. You know, and, and that's a great segue because one of the things, you know, I, we, we'd spent a lot of time talking about gear on this show. And we've had shows that were only about gear. We've had shows only about pedals, about guitar manufacturers. And, and I see you hugging that beautiful guitar. Um, did you... Did you build that? Was it built for you? Is it a Kramer, like the, the ones Eddie played, or what is it? Okay, so because um, this uh, guitar is a replica of Ed Frankie, Vinny Isola at Sola Custom Guitars. They've made me uh, three uh, and have given them to me, uh, only for me. They won't make it or sell it for exclusive one-offs. Um, and it's all that I play. My my, my three uh, solo have a Frankie and two fifty one fifties. One is a relic, and one is not. And I have another Frankie that I built um, maybe thirteen or fourteen years ago. Um, so yeah, basically looking at a, a you know a replica Frankie. Um, this one's my New York baby. She stays up here. And uh, uh, it does all the flyouts and drive-outs from New York. And then the other guitars in Florida do indoor flyouts from that state. That, that's, that's really something. And, you know, we, we talked about it on the Beatles show we did. Um, I think it was Chris Ramos was our guest for that. Uh, the, the attention to detail to precisely replicate the sound is no small task for you, I assume. Um, do you do you have a background in electronics or luthier type work, or is it something you learned along the way? It totally was learned along the way. Just you know, as Ed did, I tore everything I owned apart. I rewired it. I made it work in stereo. I you know figured it out somehow. You know, I always get tearing these things apart. Every time we go on tour. I mean, you've got the look of the guitar. You've got the sound of the guitar. And by the way, um, Scott is good at correcting my mistakes. It was Chris Cologne who was our uh, our Beatles guest. Um, but we have a connection um, to the original of that guitar in our show. Uh, so I think it was in season two we started recording during COVID. Uh, we had the great Henry Vaccaro on who uh, was friends with Eddie. And I don't know if you know of Henry but Henry's the guy who developed that guitar uh, with Eddie uh, when it was owned by Kramer. So the Frankenstrat, I think that's what they called it, right? The Frankenstrat? Right. Yeah. So Henry Vaccaro was a builder in the Jersey area. And um, through a, just a strange series of meetings and connections, ended up buying Kramer guitar. 
he built the famous split neck um, aluminum guitar, which is one of the first guitars I ever owned. And he ends up on a plane and he meets Eddie's manager and he worked with Eddie um, to actually build the very original version of that guitar. We'll send you the episode, but it's a wonderful story. Cool. And he, he's probably about 85 years old right now. Uh, but yeah. we, we have, you know, on our show, just such a connection to Eddie and that guitar. And, and we were able to preserve for history, Henry telling the story about he and how he and Eddie worked together and, and they had such success with Kramer back, you know, a million years ago when that happened. Yeah. That's so cool. It's very cool stuff. It is. So, so let's, let's segue a little bit. Let, let's talk about your life um as a musician in this amazing tribute band and and sort of what happened to you personally and professionally when eddie passed that you know did obviously i guess we'll start on the human level so you're, you're touring around you're in a van halen tribute band you're very successful and you know talk talk to us about the impact upon you when, when eddie passed wow uh, so yeah when he passed away it was pretty sad it was about two weeks of just, um i can't even explain it uh it was just awful the weeks i ever had in my life it just felt like felt like, like we lost everything the whole world just so from that came the love our fans it was overwhelming um i remember the first weekend we played in florida that's the way and i was giving so many gifts and so much love it was so hard to play um and um i have so much memorabilia from those nights and those those fans that we have because uh it's like we make friends along the way, and every city friends that you know are just so cool and so giving and so thoughtful, and um, that is what really got us through that that time. You know, it was so you know uh, knowing that you could never see Eddie Van Halen play ever again, and it was um, a, a moment that. that point and, and you know a lot of people are telling me that um i have to continue to play so they have something to watch i suppose but to compare myself to Eddie van halen i mean that's just insane and that's a, a crazy thought um, but i'm gonna make people happy and uh come and have a good time watching us play it, it it was i remember it so well because it, it was just we had all been hearing the rumors that he wasn't well, um, but you know, no one was quite sure what that meant, and there wasn't a lot coming out. And then he, you know, when he passed, it, it was strange because there is such a thing as the rock and roll community, to whatever extent, that means certain things to certain people, and in, in this really sad way, it brought us all together. And you know, it was just it was shocking. It, it was. Even if we sort of thought that something like that was up, it was shocking. It was sad. And you said something that I, I was going to ask you anyway, uh, which is that 
I, I would imagine you went from having this really wonderful, loving career in your tribute band to suddenly having on top of that, I would think a level of solemn responsibility now. Um, yeah, immediately brought up. I mean, um, and I didn't really know how to handle that at the time. Overwhelming. Um, but I, I, I'm able to keep a level head out. And like I said, I just, I try to stay focused and I go out and give it my best to, you know, put on a great performance and um, enjoys it. And you know, we, we, we do our best to sound like Van Halen. I mean, about that, it's, it's we love it so much. We love to go out there and play, and so many people love to come. It's it's a great experience, and I'm I'm really happy to be a part of it. Well, well, we're certainly happy to have you. Um, you know, anytime we have, you know, someone on the show who takes the responsibility of pushing love and joy out to others, you know, as a friend of ours. And, and that's what you're doing. Uh, you know, the other thing you know, Van Halen is just everywhere these days. And, you know, I'm sure you saw it um, when Wolfie played at the Taylor, Taylor Hawkins Memorial. There's a few great clips from that, but Wolfie, you know, Oh my God. You know, I, I, I saw Eddie and him. I mean, I, I, I was, I had goosebumps. You know, I, I almost had tears in my eyes watching him play. And, and and he had that same look of love and joy on his face that you get when you play Eddie's stuff. What, what were your thoughts when you when you saw I'm sure you saw it. I thought the same thing. I, I, you know, we've all watched Wolfie grow ups, you know. Uh, so I what he's most likely capable of doing. And now with his new record and the tours with Van Halen the Taylor Hawkins tribute, you know, we know now he's one of the most brilliant bass, drums, singing, guitar. He's uh, uh, a very talented, uh, and um, you know, I wish him the best. I love his record. Um, uh, to me, that he doesn't go out and do Van Halen, that's fine with me if he doesn't want to do that. Uh, he's doing, I think it's great. In fact, uh, I'd love to go see him play. Um, I haven't been able to, uh, uh, but yeah, I thought at the, at the, at the tribute show playing the guitar, um, as, as a, it's really something, you know, that, that that's special and, and your connection to these things that are going on in sort of their world, which overlaps with your world. You know, I, I think is super special, but but what I keep coming back to is that you're literally the guy. You know, you you stand in a different place than many guitar players who are you know maybe just as technically talented as Eddie, but it's different. You know, you are literally the number one tribute band Eddie Van Halen guitar player in the country right now, maybe the world, and and as we all. Uh, Miss Eddie, love Eddie, appreciate Eddie. You're the one who, on a live basis, is keeping that alive. You know, I could I could put my album on. I could uh, go on Apple Music and pick any Van Halen song I want to hear. But in terms of of seeing 
that band live, your iteration of it is as close as any of us can get over any other band in the country. And, and I, I, I love how respectful you are of that, of that, um, the, the responsibility you have and the beneficiary you are of getting to do that. Yeah. Um, again, it was like nothing I ever desired or dreamed about. Um, unfortunately, this is where we are with it. Um, here with us that, you know, me being that guy to take over. I, I appreciate it. I really do. Um, I, I go out and I do my best. That's all I can do. Um, I'm working with some great people that way uh, to get to that level. Like I said, um, we mentioned solo guitars. Um, I, uh, I use them exclusively. Uh, Floyd Rose, Adam. At, uh, I mean, the list goes on and on. Um, in tune guitar picks, JHS strings, uh, to great cameo there. Four star wire, um, believe in the same thing I do, and they all love Van Halen and Eddie Van Halen. They all have the same success, um, you know, that we all for all of my sponsors. It's just not possible. Um, they really truly helped me along. I've been able to speak to. Uh, some really great people that were really close with Van Halen, um, and they've given me such amazing information and, and just bring a little more uh, deeper about it, you know, and get closer and closer. Uh, you know, that's what I love, and I'm always going to chase it. And I'm probably always going to do it until I, I can't. Wow, you know, that that was so organically eloquently beautifully stated uh the level of gratitude you have um for your lot in life is, is really it, it's special and, and you know we at guitar tales appreciate when people come on and just you know they're, they're giving the joy they're appreciating it and the fact that you're going out and giving thanks to all the people who help put you in that position i think is a special thing um as we wrap up the show right now uh you know, we have your uh, website. If you look at the ticker at the bottom of the screen, uh, we've got completelyunchainedrocks.com. Uh, give us a, a, some just a sense as to where you'll be playing in the coming months. Uh, so this weekend we're going to be up in Massachusetts. The following weekend, uh, uh, I think the weekend after that, we're back in Florida. Uh, after that, we go to, I think, Wisconsin, Chicago. Um, so we're all over. Definitely, if we're coming to a city near you, because uh, I think this is something you should definitely have a great time. Um, you know, we usually try to take some photos and sell some merchandise and gears and stuff like that at the end of the night. So it's a lot of fun. Um, and and uh, yeah, we're looking forward to seeing uh, all over the country. Well, fantastic. Well, Jake Miller, Jake C. Miller. Uh, Scott Guitarmas Stengel and I uh, want to thank you so much for doing the show tonight. We're honored to have you with us. Um, it's a special time for Van Halen friends everywhere. And I also want to take this opportunity um, as we round out the show to thank our new sponsor, uh, Charles Lorita, 
um, who was a guest on Guitar Tales in season one. I am in love with his guitar playing. He is a fantastic guitar player. I actually have one of his songs on my playlist when I go running. Uh, he um, is the owner and proprietor for Mischief Studios in Pennington, New Jersey. I know exactly where it is. It's in a great location. And Mischief Studios offers guitar repair, guitar lessons, um, guitar sales. It's a beautiful location. And I'll tell you what, um, we've talked to Charles a lot, and I've gotten to know him over the last few years. He's a wonderful human being. He is ridiculously creative and talented, and he surrounds himself with amazing musicians. So if you have a guitar that needs repair, if you have a guitar that needs a better player and you want to become that better player, go see um, Charles. If you uh, want to record um, a wonderful song, go to his studio. It's really great. It's a beautiful location right near Princeton. Uh, we'll give you all the information for Mischief Studios. Uh, it'll be worth your while. And as we round out the show today, again, Jake C. Miller, thank you so much for joining us. We will see you for more great shows and music on Guitar Tales. Thanks for having me, guys. It was a blast. Thank you. Let me get my thumb centered. There we go. Whoop. There we are.